Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, share your comments and thoughts, and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And of course, we ask you to please remember that, like we say, we're not experts. We're just little old podcast hosts. So we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us and hear our best to the best of our ability advice, um, (laughs) you can call us at 781-591-0390 and leave us a voicemail. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. We got it out of the way. Sure did. Everything that needs to be said before we launch into your messages. So let's get into it. Here's a sweet little email that we got that I just love. And I feel like as two bookish gals, it just it just spoke to me. A listener wrote us and said, well, I love mostly everything you discuss in the podcast. 
Thank you. I particularly loved your discussion regarding childhood passions. My biggest passion as a child was reading purely for pleasure. I remember going to my family cottage for the summer and the bag of paperbacks I hauled with me was always bigger than my bag of clothes. I was knee deep in Babysitter's Club, Nancy Drew, Enid Blyton Mysteries, Judy Bloom, and Ramona Quimby. I would curl up somewhere and read for hours without a care in the world. As I got older and started to care what people thought of me, I started to read what I thought I should be reading. This included what was popular amongst my friends or what I thought made me seem sophisticated or knowledgeable. Only in the past few years have I started reading solely for pleasure. I've been revisiting some cl- some childhood classics while also devouring thrillers, cozy mysteries, and romance books. Love me some Jasmine Guillory. Don't we all? Amen. Reading is now, once again, my favorite pastime. It feels amazing to once again love and partake in this activity unapologetically. Wow. Bravo to you. Yeah. I totally know the feeling of performative reading. Mm. Of like, I'm going to read this David Foster Wallace Mm -hmm. instead of what I really want to be reading, which is like V.C. Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I read Flowers in the Attic in sixth grade. What is with our generation reading that book way too early? I probably read it in like fourth or fifth grade. I think I think that was a thing. I think that was just like growing up in the 80s and 90s. We all read Flowers in the Attic. We all read Flowers in the Attic. I, I feel like I remember someone in sixth grade reading like Stephen King's It. You know what I, I mean? I read that very early also. <laughs> yeah. It would be fun to do a book club where we read the books we read. As kids? As kids. Because I haven't read Flowers in the Attic probably since middle school. No, me neither. Like, I don't even, I just know it was like weird. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fascinating. That would be interesting. Mm. But I, I think it's just, I love that. I love the getting back into being comfortable in who you are and what your interests are and not feeling like you have to read something in order to participate culturally mm-hmm. or show that you know something or show that you're reading the most prestigious literature. But if you want to be reading that, it, great. That's the whole it. point. Exactly. Yes. Read that David Foster Wallace. And all those damn footnotes. I just will not be joining you. <laughs> um, Tori, give this one a read, will oh, you? I sure will. Love the pod. Your listener who listed Bobby Brown's foundation stick as the mainstay of their makeup arsenal made me consider all of my products, and I realized that most of my favorites from the last 15 years have been discontinued, and because of that, I instinctively, almost subconsciously look for dupes while current favorites still exist. You could call it built-in anxiety, but in reality, it's kept me from panicking when a favorite palette, lip gloss, or eyeliner is retired. So find your Clinique Black Honey dupes now. JK Black Honey will outlive us all. (laughs) Shout out to Origins Never a Dull Moment Face Wash. I used it every day from ages 15 to 33 before it was discontinued. I'll love it always. That is smart. Always looking for dupes? Yeah. Always looking, be on the lookout for a good dupe. Always hunting down the dupes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, or even like a backup. Yes, you or know? something similar. Although it is really hard. Like black honey is something I always come back to. I have like two current sticks of it floating Same. around in my rotation. Same. It's that good. Yeah, it is that good. And it's been that good since 1992. I mean, but like she said, black honey will outlive us all. It truly. That is an iconic 
piece of makeup. Like the apocalypse could happen and all that would be left were like roaches and black, and black honey. honey. Totally. It's such a great freaking color. I, like I can't imagine that Clinique would ever get rid of it. Also the, the clap, like they have a ton of different kind of black honeys. Like they have a lip oil, they have um like mm. a balm, but the classic, like whatever it is in that thin silver stick. Yeah, that you twist up. Yes. Yeah. That, the texture of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's smooth. Just, yeah, it's just perfect. Yeah, I agree. It is perfect. Uh, I, this did make me think, though, like, what are my favorite things that, like, if they get discontinued, like, rut row? Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, you know, a listener had emailed me, had emailed us maybe a month or two ago saying that um, Benefit Boeing was going to get discontinued. What? Now, I have not confirmed this. But she said she works at Macy's and she found out that Benefit Boeing is getting discontinued. Now, I have, I have switched under eye concealers. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I think I mentioned this. I've been using Laura Mercier. Wait, no, I don't know this. Really? I don't think so. Oh, interesting. When did you sneak this on me? Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I love that you went out behind my back. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been using Laura Mercier under eye concealer for, for a couple months now. And, and I like what do it. You think? I do like it. Did you purchase this like, you know, on a whim? You know what happened? I had bought that. It cosmetics mm-hmm, under eye concealer mm-hmm. that everyone raves about, and it wasn't for you. I didn't love it. I found it to be cement like. It is very thick. I normally mix it with some sort of moisturizer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's also, thick. the shade I bought was too light, and then because I I'd got it um, online. Okay. And then when I went in to Sephora to exchange it, they didn't carry it in store. So that was just like annoying. And then I was like, well, what's another under eye concealer that you really like? I asked the salesperson um, and he introduced me to Laura Mercier. And I was like, you know what? I like this. So I've been wearing it. I'm not wearing it now. In in your, you look great. Oh, well, thank you. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I, so just, I had inadvertently already found myself a dupe. Without even trying. Without even trying. I will tell you, I have been rethinking about getting back into tinted moisturizer. Uh huh. You mentioned Laura Mercy. That yeah. was like the first kind of makeup I ever bought in my 30s. Uh huh. That was like fancy makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura- She's kind of a gateway fancy makeup brand. Yeah, the Laura Mercy tinted moisturizer yeah. that everybody wears mm-hmm. and is very iconic. And I'm wondering if I should try it again. Maybe you should. I have a lot of like BB creams and stuff, but there's something about it. Now, is a BB cream and a tinted moisturizer the same thing with different names? I don't know. They say no, but I might say yes. Oh, well, there you go. Um, You know what I was thinking about recently, just as an aside? Uh, It's like, I can't believe I used to wash my hair every day Mm -hmm. and put on foundation every day. Well, you were going to... Into an office. I every was, day. but but the thought of that now, I'm like, wow! I put on a full face of makeup every single day. Now that just seems exhausting. It is a lot of work. Do yeah. you feel more comfortable in your skin now? Like, do you feel less need to have that kind of visual presentation? I think I I feel like I was covering up imperfections that didn't exist. Not to get all deep. No, that, that but like that makes me. I want to. I don't know why I feel like I'm going to cry. 
That's true. They don't exist. You know? Uh-huh. And when I stopped wearing foundation, it was a little scary. But then I was like, oh, like there's nothing wrong with my skin. No. Nothing at all. Huh. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Whew. Sorry, this took a turn. It didn't take a turn. I think that's a really such a a great realization to come to and again like we always say if it like foundation works for you awesome well yeah and it did work for me yeah and then i i was like you know what let's see what happens when i go bare-faced i like doing a, a bare face forcing myself to do it and just like going out yeah. Like, cause often if like my husband and I are going out to dinner or like to a show, I'll do like, I'll do makeup or going out with friends. I put on makeup and I've been experimenting with like, what if I don't put anything on? Yeah. I mean, and look, I love makeup. I do too. And I love putting on makeup and you know, I do like how I look in makeup, but it's also nice to feel like I don't have to wear makeup. Well, I also think when it's not joyful, like one thing I really love about makeup and love watching people online who use like play with makeup is that it's playful. It's fun. It's a, it's a way of expressing yourself and being creative. And when it, it loses that is like, it's fine to, I think it's okay to just take a pause. Yeah. I do love putting on, putting shit on my face. I have to say, I love like taking that highlighter and just being like, I am going to be really sparkly tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll do that today. I'm going out to dinner tonight. You have a date tonight. I've got a date with my husband. Yeah. Maybe I'll sparkle tonight. So let's listen to this voicemail. Hi, this is Lauren. I just wanted to call in. I listened to your most recent episode about sunscreen and how it actually becomes less effective when it's heated and in your car. And I have a cooler full of food and I was getting ready to pack my sunscreen and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put the sunscreen in my cooler. And uh, so it's keeping cold, and I'm trying to be effective with my sunscreen also. And really love that tidbit and uh, learn something new with your podcast every single day. All right. Love you guys. Bye. What a smart idea. I love that. Sunscreen in the cooler. I would love like you showed up to eat your food with like friends and you popped open your cooler and you just kept pulling sunscreen out. Well, it's kind of like how people have a skincare fridge. Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, I know that uh, some skincare products need to be refrigerated, but people have tiny fridges. Yeah. Like um, Michelle Lee, the editor-in-chief of Allure, has a, has like a famous skincare fridge. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They make really cute little ones. Now I want one. I know. I don't have room for one. Where the heck would it go? Anthony would be so mad. <laughs> oh my God. I just cleaned out our bathroom full of products. Can you imagine if he came home one day after work and there was a... Tiny refrigerator. I'm just... You tried to put like a sandwich in it. <laughs> you got to do it at like a gag. How much do they cost? I think they're like 50 bucks. Oh, that's actually not that bad. Yeah. And you could put a little snack in there. You could. I mean, you, I know the point you, is to. You needed to have a snack in the bathroom. <laughs> I know. I know it is important to keep some products cool. Well, that would really be stepping it up a notch if I that, get a skincare fridge. I mean, you know, someday. If never any, say never. N- listen, if any skincare fridge companies want to sponsor <laughs> this podcast and send us a fridge. Oh, we're not going to turn it down. We will happily take you up on that offer and test them out. We will. Uh, should we listen to this next voice? Yes. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Kate from Chicago. 
I just wanted to call and thank you guys for facilitating such a wonderful suggestion from Elizabeth Gilbert of the Daily Dancing. Um, I'm coming out of a long chronic illness right now that has taken away a lot of my autonomy over my body and I'm starting to feel better and you know this daily dancing I've only been doing it a few days but it's just a wonderful joyous introduction into my life and connection with my body and it's it's great so thank you guys love the podcast bye that's so great that's awesome yeah I mean truly that's all Liz Gilbert we just asked the question yeah she has the cool practice she does but I think that sounds fantastic, and I love that it's feeling right for you right now. Yeah, I agree. Have you danced at all since we had that conversation? I have not, Kate. Have you blasted music in your house at all? I guess you're dealing with a newborn Kate, baby. I have not. <laughs> Why did I ask that? I don't want to overstimulate him. That's That would be a lot if all of a sudden... Matt Matt sometimes plays loud music, and I'm like, it's too loud! I, got a, I put a decibel meter app on my phone. Dory. <laughs> that is commitment. I mean, look, I don't want to ruin his little tiny ears. ears. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I have not had done dancing in my home. Yeah. But I have really tried to make a more concerted effort to play music, mm. music in the morning when everybody's waking up, music just before you came over. I was playing the yeah, new you Chance were. the Rapper album. I like that. Just music mm-hmm. instead of my usual talk radio political podcast stress experience and it feels really it feels really good i put the reality bites soundtrack on earlier today oh maybe i'll listen to that on the way home it was or the singles that's what i was gonna put on next they always go hand in hand yeah they do it's like one compliments the other yeah that was a wistful sigh it was i was just thinking about the paul westerberg song dyslexic heart oh so freaking good it's so good it's that that whole soundtrack is amazing and shaped so much of my teen middle school experience i mean i i i had it on cassette oh you didn't have it on cd no i had it on cassette oh i had it on cd wow i mean you are cooler than me all right let's take a break okay okay 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, This is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynam it can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio it can be learning to cook indian food or designing a space that you love masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors so whether you want to master like negotiation with chris voss or think like a boss with martha stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with petra collins Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. 
And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Well, we just had a little musical interlude there, <laughs> a little <laughs> walk down memory lane. <laughs> we took a five five to ten minute break and listened to select hits from the single soundtrack in full. And then I looked them up on Wikipedia, and then I started to feel really down that 1992 was so long ago. Yeah. I was 13. I was 15. This was so such a transformative... Like the references in in the movie, like, like the yeah. dating, on video dating and stuff that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, but it kind of does. Like in a way, they were ahead of their time. Oh, Bridget Fonda, like where yes. are you now? Oh, fuck. Wait, I know. Yes. Hold on. I'm just going <laughs> to. I am Debbie Hunt. If you want to see how I look, oh my God. rewind and freeze frame. But I am not about looks. This is the video from the movie, right? The yeah. video dating ad? Yeah. She's flying. Hi! <laughs> I crave responsibility, respectability, and love. Oh my God. My goals are serenity and knowledge and men who can understand me. Oh, no druggies, please. I'm fairly intense, and I'm an advertising exec at KRWE TV. That's me. Come to where the flavor is. Come to Debbie Country. We're feeling very nostalgic. We are. I mean, I don't. I love being old, but there is a sadness I feel for 
I don't know. I don't know if it's my youth or just that the experiences of like teens now is so different. Yeah, but they don't know any better. They don't know, know any they're different. Just on, they're on TikTok listening to Old Town Road and having a great time. And that's their thing. And I support that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the... Today to 1992 is the same as 1992 was to 1965. That's that's when I really throw up is when I think about my opinion of my parents' yeah, childhood and exactly. how it seemed like millions of years ago. Yep. And they were probably sitting there in the 90s being like, what the hell is going yeah. on? Oh, gosh. <sighs> time is a circle. It really is. Okay, listen. Let's, let's get move back on. on track. Okay. Here's a question. How do you take the next steps with new friends? I have been reflecting on what a fulfilling life would be for me. I've hit a lot of life milestones and I'm really, I am really proud of and have worked really hard for, including an amazing career and family. However, I feel like I woke up at 35 and realized I don't have a strong community of friends and have not been great about keeping in touch with older friends. I'm really interested in how you take friendships to the next level. I feel like I'm getting good at reaching out to old friends or potential friends, but it feels like after that first coffee date or drinks, there's rarely follow-up unless I initiate. How do you decide whether it is worth pursuing a friendship or making friendships sticker? Sticker? Stickier? Stickier. I recognize that friendships worth the effort take time and consistency, but not sure where I invest and what to do if it doesn't feel reciprocated. Hmm. Interesting question. Um, well, first of all, I think that it's it does get harder to make friends as you get older. People have more going on. People are busier. People aren't necessarily looking for new friends. So that's, that's like a challenge that you just have to overcome. Um, and also like, you know, I think about this too. There, there are like people who on paper I should be really good friends with. Totally. And, and like, you- maybe we've even gone out to coffee or it's, it's a person where it's like every time it felt like I run into them, we do the, we, sh- we need to hang out. And then neither of us follows up. And mm-hmm. it's just like some people it just doesn't happen with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then some people it does. And I think like you just kind of have to put, keep putting yourself out there. I know like that's such a cliche, but you do kind of have to, I think you have to just keep making the effort. If it's, if it never gets reciprocated, then like, yeah, I think move on. But I think sometimes, especially if you feel like you need to be making new friends like you you should be putting in the effort it's honestly kind of like dating it seems oh, like totally right? yeah. yeah yeah and i think pick the person pick start by picking someone you feel maybe the most eager or excited about getting to know better yeah or that you feel like you connected with the most and maybe pick a date that's like an activity so you form a memory Ooh, i don't know go i don't know where you live go for a hike i like that go for a walk yeah, I like a hike. Volunteer together? I don't know. A hike date. I'm planning a hike date with a friend very soon, actually. Oh, nice. person I'm getting to know. Oh, look at you. Look at me. Just dating up the friends. <laughs> I, it is It is hard. And I do think um, not knowing how to keep going and also that feeling of like regret and shame for like letting friendships drop is, is all, it's all, they're all real feelings that we all feel. I feel like I'm going through this now with like making mom friends. Oh, the worst so hard i'm just like do i am i the one who should be like constantly should i be proposing dates and activities 
it, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I do. I also, having come out the other end of this, I feel like there's yeah. a lot of pressure on new mothers specifically to make other mother friends. Right. And, and I put, I felt a lot of like shame that I didn't have this like instant crew of moms with kids my age the second my baby was born. And what I found was like, I eventually met other parents who I really liked. I met them like at my kids' schools for the most part. Yeah. And, it took a while yeah. until our kids were a little bit bigger too. And like, we're actually like, oh, our kids are hanging out. Like, sure. Come have a play date at my house. And then you get talking right. and you're like, oh, cool. We have similar interests. Yeah. So it's, it feels like it's this weird immediate thing that culturally there's like so many, you know, like articles written about yeah. mom friends. Right. Or that like we need, and, and it's true. Like it is nice to have a support system, especially of other new moms who are going through the same thing you're going through. But it's also like, I don't know you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, good luck, listener. That's tough. That is tough. But I, I bet, um, I bet people are also feeling the same way and are eager to do stuff with you. So just give it a go. Should we read this next email? Let's talk about nails. Okay. Hi there. I'm a new listener. Thanks to Nora and TTFA for the rec. That's terrible. Thanks for asking for people who are not familiar. Thank you, Nora. So apologies if you've already addressed a question like this, but you seem like the best gals to ask. I recently changed careers and now work in a healthcare adjacent field, tissue recovery for transplant, if you want to get specific. Wow. Wow. I love my new job, but I'm putting hand sanitizer on constantly, like minimum 30 times a shift. My cuticles are destroyed and I'm looking for basic maintenance tips as well as any heavy duty treatment recs. Help? Well, first, let's just say we're not nail care professionals. No, we are not, as has been pointed out to us many times by nail care professionals. Yes. <laughs> We've given advice that has deeply disturbed nail care professionals. So I don't want to go, which, uh, which that is, they are right to be disturbed. I did suggest people push their cuticles back with a screwdriver. <laughs> did it was half joking half serious but that was the wrong way to go my point being it's dory and i are not experts in this area i would say like this almost feels like something you could bring to like one a manicurist or a nail care person mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. a dermatologist perhaps oh interesting um i will say uh our wonderful uh facebook group head mod gave us this really cool rose oil mm. by 10 over 10. It's a cuticle oil and it comes, this was a lovely gift. Heather, you're the best. Thank you. Um, and the way you apply it is really, e like you could easily keep it in like your pocket or your bag. Yeah. It's like a little stick. I don't know how to describe it, but it's the coolest. I use it almost every night now on my cuticles and my nails. And then I also put on oil on my hands. Mm-hmm. So that might be something. I would also suggest, if not oil, heavy duty hand cream yeah. and gloves. Like at night when yes. they're not on, mm -hmm. when they're not working. Yeah. To really like seal in the moisture. Um, I think that can really help. We do have some doctors who listen to this podcast and other people who are probably hand sanitizing nonstop. Mm. So please let's... Let's hear from the listeners on this one. Yeah, I'd love to hear what people have to say. Yeah, what do you do? Because I know, in, especially in the healthcare fields, you are pumping that. Uh, there's there's hand sanitizer on every corner. Totally. I remember when my when I used to see my mom in the hospital a lot. I was just pumping it all the time. Yeah, and I wasn't even a doctor. I've been using a lot lately because of Henry. And are you dry? Are your hands feeling? They dried do out? feel drier. Mm. Yeah. 
All right. Well, hopefully we'll get some feedback on that one. Yeah. Uh, Let's take another short break. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So I feel like I should read this next email since it came out so strongly. Hmm, yeah, why don't you, <laughs> sheet mask uh, Um, Because I did really like the suggestion. Okay, this listener writes, I wanted to share this nifty little sheet mask hack with you. As I'm sure you have experienced, there's typically so much extra liquid essence 
either on the mask itself where it feels overwhelmingly drippy or so much left over in the package afterwards that it feels wasteful. Well, here's what I've started doing. I bought a few little three ounce travel spray bottles. And before I put a sheet mask on my face, I wring out the sheet a tiny bit into a spray bottle to capture some of the excess liquid. After that, I secure the mask on my face as normal, then take the empty package and squeeze any of that excess liquid into the spray bottle as well. Now I'm left with a little bit of on-the-go essence that I can spray on my face, neck, or hands during non-masking nights when I want a little extra spritzy boost. I personally only use three different types of sheet masks, collagen, hydration, and Q10. So I have one spray bottle for each that I continually add to whenever I use each type of mask. It really makes me feel like I'm getting the most out of the products, and it generally feels less wasteful. What a hack. What a budget hack. Yeah, what a great hack. Money-saving hack. I love that idea. I do too. Also, like sometimes I guffaw when I take a sheet mask out and it's like there's just liquid everywhere. Totally. And you're like, what? And, and some so of them are more liquidy than others. Yeah. And you're just rubbing it all over. I've put it um, when I when I still use sheet masks. Mm-hmm. I would often put some on my hands. Speaking of hands. Oh, the top of your hands? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, you could really put it anywhere. That's a good idea. Totally. Um, but I do love, I mean, I don't know if I have the follow through to do this, but I, lo- I just love this idea. Yeah. Or maybe I'll do it. Okay. I do have these. I did buy a bunch of those Dr. Jart sheet masks because I loved them so much. I mean, if you're going to use a sheet mask. You'll never know. <laughs> Didn't I get you a couple of those when I, you did. as a that's thank the, you? That's how I discovered it. I, I think know. You got this is it all my me. fault. Listen, we already had an email pop up in the inbox that was like, Dory, right on. I know. So you have your people. <laughs> I do. All right. You should we listen to this last Let's do it. voice mail? Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Grace. And I'm just calling to offer an alternative perspective um, for the caller who called in on the last mini episode, um, who you both advised um, to quit her job. Um, I can empathize because I have been in a similar situation where I took a job um, and wasn't crazy about it, didn't see a path forward. Um, and I know that first instinct is to really go off the deep end and, and quit. Um, but I'll just suggest to the caller that she might want to take advantage of the fact that she's got a stable job um, with, you know, no pressure to impress anyone because she has her exit strategy and use that time to um, dip her toe into other things. So things I did when I was debating what to do next is um, I volunteered during lunch as a tutor. Um, I also um, looked at there's an organization called Taproot. Um, where you can do pro bono projects for nonprofits around the country. Um, and you can also use that time to have coffee chats with different people um, within your company or outside your company to really understand what they do um, and how their days are spent to help you inform what you how you want to spend your days. Um, I just think you can do a lot of that while you're still in the uh, stability of a paycheck and of a place to go every day to work. Um, and not to throw that away so quickly because there's ways you can broaden your horizons while staying in the same place. So hope that helps and love the podcast. Bye. What a lovely suggestion. And what like sensible advice. Yeah. Like it sounds like you really were very thoughtfully approached career changing and looking totally. for new jobs. And yeah, you're totally, you're right. Why not? If you're comfortable why not build up that income, save yeah. some money, yeah, and take your time? Yeah, these are our listeners are very wise. 
wiser than us, let's say. For sure. Most of the, not, I mean, I don't want to take knock, our, <laughs> knock us, but boy, you all are just so smart and thoughtful. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. Well, Dory, it's time for us to go put the single soundtrack back on and <laughs> long for a youth that Maybe no I'll longer exists. Maybe I'll dance to the single soundtrack today when I get home. I mean, truly, that's I was blasting Reality Bites and came very close to it. I mean, oh. all right. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening and chiming in. We really appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.